0: the answer.
2: Hour number two underway now, nine minutes past ten o'clock morning and thank you for being with us. We are guest free in hour number two today, so that's good news for you if you've got something to say about what we're talking about. Try to stay on topic if you would, please, so that we can kind of keep the flow going. 216 901-0945 888 I want to go back to COVID man- uh, vaccines and COVID mandates uh, the vaccine mandates rather I want to go back to that and I want to pick up where I left off on Friday on the Dennis Prager Show. I hosted for Dennis Prager on Friday. I'm not sure if you heard it. If you heard it, great. If not, and then you can pick up uh, what we talked about. If not, let me give you a little bit of a backgrounder. And this is important to me. Um, the vaccine mandate highlights more than anything else, I think, with this federal government right now, the hypocrisy. Um, and the control over the people that they truly desire. The hypocrisy of the administration with the mandate, you know, take the jab or lose your job. If you work for a company with 100 or more employees, you can't work there anymore. The hypocrisy is highlighted as is the the fact that this is not about health, and this is not about public safety. This is uh, not about battling a pandemic. This is about controlling the people. How do I know that? What am I talking about? Well, this is what I talked about again on Prager show on uh on friday my wife posted a story on facebook or just a link and a quick comment on facebook i guess is a better way to say it uh last thursday which is why i did this on prager on friday and the substance of the post was uh very simple that directly on the cdc website it tells people who have an autoimmune condition an autoimmune disorder that you should still take the vaccine even though they, the CDC, cannot guarantee their safety. Okay? That's, that's literally on the website, on the CDC website. In, under the section on the CDC website in which it tells you who should take the vaccine, it lists all kinds of different people with different conditions, different circumstances. And one of them was autoimmune conditions. And it literally said that they cannot guarantee people's safety and in fact that in fact no data are currently available on the safety of COVID-19 for people with autoimmune conditions however people should get the vaccine anyway even if you have an autoimmune condition right so she posted that just to point out again the the hypocrisy of the CDC and the federal government a a, a friend of hers on Facebook responded well All vaccinations and medications have side effects for various categories of people. This isn't something new. Just listen to the commercials where they spout off possible symptoms that at times sound worse than the original issue. And my wife's response to that was, and this is just the genius of her, and this is what I talked about on Prager and I want to get your thoughts on now, she responded, of course. That's why there should never be a mass mandate of this vaccine. The person who was arguing with her just made the point that all vaccines and medications have side effects for various categories of people because different people receive the the medications differently. That's why one medication, which is good for one person, may be very dangerous for another person based on their own health condition, based on their own circumstances. That's why my wife wrote there should never be a mass mandate because they're basically saying no matter what your condition is, just do it. Just take it and shut up. Going back to her direct quote in response. That's why there should never be a mass mandate on the vaccine. Individual situations may dictate that the vaccine could be more dangerous to someone than the virus. Ding, 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 ding. And without the long-term clinical trials that all previously approved vaccines have gone through, they have absolutely no idea, she wrote. I'm surprised the CDC actually admits this on their website. And if you're comparing it to the commercials, why aren't the commercials promoting the vaccine spouting off the possible side effects? And that's the one that just hit me over the head like a like a like with an anvil, like a cartoon, like Bugs Bunny before Bugs Bunny was considered not PC enough to show on TV. Um, I did. I felt like I just got hit in the head with an anvil. I watch a lot of network. I mean, uh, non-network uh, cable news. I watch a lot of cable news television, not just Fox, but some Newsmax and and some ONN and and, and, and a number of other whatever. The television stations that I watch are filled with drug commercials. The new drug for your psoriasis, the new drug for your uh, diabetes, the new drug for your Crohn's disease, the new drug for your arthritis, the new drug for your this, that, and the other. Right? I mean, they're just. They're all over. They, they dominate the television airwaves, those and insurance commercials. They dominate them. And if you'll notice, the one thing that's consistent about all of those drug commercials is that they'll spend maybe 15 to 20 of their 60-second commercial, uh, 15 to 20 seconds talking about how great the, the product is, the drug is, for whatever your condition is. But then they spend about 30 to f- 35 to 40 seconds talking about how dangerous it is and could be for you depending on your health how the side effects could be A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, Y, and literally 30, 40 seconds of it, about all the different side effects. And then they usually end with, ask your doctor if blank product is right for you. And here's the anvil over the head. When did you last see a television commercial... For the coronavirus vaccine paid for by the CDC or paid for by the national, uh, the federal government, when is the last time you saw one of those commercials or the state spend 15, 20, 30, 40 seconds telling you about all the potential side effects of the coronavirus vaccine from Pfizer or from Moderna or from Johnson & Johnson? The answer is never. Never have you seen them list the potential side effects in their TV ad campaign, in their propaganda campaign. The only two side effects that they list on the television commercials for COVID-19 vaccines, two side effects. Number one, safe. Number two, effective. That's it. Tell me I'm wrong. Tell me you've seen a COVID-19 vaccine commercial in which they're telling you to protect yourself, protect your neighbors, protect your family, protect your friends, protect your coworkers. Get the vax. There's two things you need to know about the vax. One, it's safe. Two, it's effective. That's it. They don't tell you anything about the possible side effects, short-term or long-term. How? Why? How can they get away with not telling you about the possible side effects? But if you see a drug commercial for something to help you battle Crohn's disease or ulcerative colitis or anything else you see on TV every single day, they have to tell you what the potential side effects are. It's a law. But when it comes to the, the coronavirus vaccine, they don't. not only do they not have to, they deliberately go out of their way not to. Safe and effective. That's it. Smiling people taking the jab and walking away like, yay, yay me, I'm safe now, and it's effective. If it was a public health concern, which they are trying to sell you on, they would have to tell you those things. This isn't about health, my friends. This is about control. We know more than you do sit there, roll up your sleeve, Take your jab and shut up. What kinds of side effects can it, can, can it have for you if you have an autoimmune condition? I said shut up. Safe and effective. But the CDC website said they don't know if it's safe for people with auto. Didn't I tell you to shut up? And this is what they do. I'm not, I'm, I know it sounds exaggerative, but it's not. This is what their partners at the, on these social media platforms do. You try to post a question like this one, and it's Facebook telling you, sit down and shut up. And they'll cover over your post. Or they'll delete your account, or they'll suspend your account. Shut up and don't ask questions. Do what you're told. The vaccine is, number one, safe, and number two, effective. That's it. Well, but, but, but sir, different people have different health conditions. And the vaccine may strike one person one way, it may strike another person a very different way. Didn't I tell you to shut up, take it, and shut up? Do you understand this i I, I mean it, it it took it took the way my wife expressed it with the TV commercials for me to think about think about that obvious aspect of this. You can't buy one of those other drugs. They can't advertise one of those other drugs on television without telling you all of the potential terrible things that could happen to you are. Then they tell you, talk to your doctor. But if you say, you know what, I don't want to get this vaccine until I talk to my doctor and I talk about how it might impact my body because of my conditions, because of my age, because of my comorbidities, because of my this, that, or the other thing. They tell you, no, you don't talk to anybody, just take the jab. We're telling you, I'm Joe freaking Biden, and we're losing our patience. Take the jab and shut up. How can anybody think that's medicine in action? How can anybody think that that's science in action? How can anybody think that that is public health concerned and not people control, human control? This is about as clear as it gets. All right. Monologue done. Time out now. Your phone calls of reaction next. AM 1420, The Answer.
0: Download the free WHK mobile app and listen to your favorite WHK programs or podcasts on the go. It's free in your app store.
2: Okay, 1023. Let's get some phone calls. 216 888 281 Tanya in Akron. Always good to hear from Tanya. Good morning, Tanya. Go right ahead.
3: Good morning, Bob. Your wife made a brilliant observation about that. But I would like to add one more thing: mm-hmm. the reason why the government won't advertise is because they don't want to be sued. Because when they start putting all of that up there, someone will figure out how to put a class action lawsuit against them.
2: Well, the, well, they have they have qualified immunity. So do the so do the uh, yeah drug makers. So do the so do the pharmaceutical yeah. companies. They they can't be sued when they produce a vaccine, especially at the government's request.
3: Yeah, that's the problem with that. Shows yeah. you how well our government takes care of us, right?
2: Yeah. Right. Well, I mean, you know like i said they, they, they this is this is how you know Tanya that they are literally just trying to control us, not trying to make us healthy if it was about health, then, like I said, they would say just like all of the other drugs that are created, potentially for our health here's what it does here's maybe some of the things that could impact you. talk to your doctor instead it's make it's mandatory or you lose your job that's how you know it 's not about health it is one hundred percent about compliance, and that's it
3: yeah. So I guess like my question was uh mm-hmm. where are all the where are all the conservative business people that are gonna say, Hey, I'm gonna hire these nurses and doctors that, and I'm gonna start a clinic where you don't have to be forced vaccinated. Like uh Ben and Jerry's are raising money for their causes. Searles raises money for their causes. We sit here and let the middle class you know, they want us to vote for them, they want us to put everything at risk, but nobody, you know, and we need to do that. Don't get me wrong. But, uh, there's no, no, no one out there to stand. Hey, I'm going to support the middle class. I'm going to support the American values. Cause if Pelosi and them say one more time that we're doing this because these are our values, those are not my values.
2: No, mine either. You know,
3: you know, those are not my values. And, They twist it any way they can and no one is standing up and said, you know, if you want to bring all these people into this country, why don't you take all your Hollywood elite and have them adopt all of these families off of their dime? If they came here legally, someone has to say that they can support them, vouch for them. You walk, I just saw so many people just walking across for freedom. They don't understand. They have just lost freedom once they crossed over because they have caused us to lose our freedom.
2: Well, you're exactly right. No one right. to be
3: saying anything.
2: No, no, of course not. Of course not. Because you know what? If you say that too loud, Tanya, you know, you're a racist. And yes, you as a black woman can also be racist. You realize that, right? Larry Elder was called the black face of white supremacy, for crying out loud. Oh, I've been
3: called a racist already, so it doesn't bother me. But, you
2: know, <laughs> But that's why people My won't say point. the things you're talking about, though. You know that.
3: Yeah. And the same thing is that we're getting what you know. I'm not I don't want to say we're getting what we deserve. What I'm getting, what we're getting, what we send our children to school to learn. You know, when I heard a Megan Kelly say that, you know, I want my. I don't like what's going on in the schools, but I just still want to send my kids to school. You, have, you, she can afford to not send her kids to those schools, okay. Some of us are trapped, sending kids to school to have them learn what they have been learning yeah. for 50 to 70 years.
2: No, you're and right. the churches it, aren't it doing any better. It is a trap. You're, you're right about that. I agree with you. And thank you, Tanya, for the call as always and the great points you're making. Um, it is a trap, which is why we, there are a lot of people looking for ways out of that trap. And I'm telling you right now, there is a movement afoot to get more and more kids out of public schools. They can't afford the high tuitions of private schools, Catholic schools, uh, or, or, any, or charter schools, or anywhere else where they have to pay big dollars. Uh, but they don't have the ability to homeschool. Either they don't have the time because of their job, or they don't have the ability to teach. I mean, it's, it takes you have to know the stuff. You have to be able to convey it and, and, and educate your kids. So homeschooling is out for a lot of people. But what's happening is, just like we were talking about 94,000 health care workers losing their jobs. There are teachers walking off the jobs too. Good teachers who do not believe in these mandates and are not getting vaccinated. And you know what they're doing? They're teaching in people's homes. Parents are homeschooling their kids and they're getting groups of them, four, five, six kids in a neighborhood, and they're hiring former teachers to be their teachers. They're their homeschool instructors because they know how to do it. And the four or five parents split the cost, making it cost-effective for them to hire that former teacher as a tutor slash instructor. And that teacher makes enough money from four or five different groups of parents at a time to make it worth their while. So you're right, it's a trap. But people need to be creative and think outside outside the box and find ways for your kids to be taught, educated without the indoctrination, without the mandates of masks and vaccines that are quickly coming, obviously, for kids ages five to twelve. Thank you so much, Tanya. Um let's go to Middleburg Heights. Andy, you're on AM fourteen twenty the answer. Go ahead, Andy.
4: Yes, good morning, Bob. <laughs> Hey, you made, a, you made a statement first thing this morning about, uh, are you the only one with a big mouth here that has to get all this out? You know what? Yeah. Yeah, you are. Think what President Trump said in Georgia the other night. I have a big mouth. That's what they tell me. But the truth comes out of it. And you're in the same boat. And you think you, you're big mouth in that? Think how Rush Limbaugh got his start. You're right on his tails. You're doing the same thing. My other, my other opinion Quit calling this a vaccine. It is not a vaccine. It's an experimental drug, and we, the people, are the guinea pigs. And people quit calling it a vaccine. It's not been approved. It's nothing. It, it is an experimental drug, and the more people keep calling it a vaccine, it's not going to change. And my, on my last opinion, and thank you for my time you give me, If Pelosi and uh, uh, Maxine Waters and all the rest of these people think this is okay to open the borders, they got all this property, take these people and put a 1,000 people on each one of their properties. If they think it's okay to shove these people down our throat and they're going to sit there with their lily white hands eating ice cream, Take these people that come over the border and put them on their property. Let them set up their camp on their property and see how they like it instead of shoving it down our throats. We don't deserve this. They do. And they should pass a law where every one of these senators, representatives, whoever they are, If they feel, if that's how they feel, leave the borders open. Then you take responsibility for these people yourself personally. Put them over on their property, on their house, and see how they like it instead of shoving it down our throats. And Bob, I want to thank you for it. And please do not quit doing what you're doing. You may think you have a big mouth, but we need someone like you with a big mouth to keep this going. It's not a vaccine. It's an experimental drug. Depopulation control. That's what it is.
2: I'll tell you what, my. Andy thank you very Andy, much thank for you, for the, me. you got it my friend thanks for the phone call i'm uh, I'm gonna share something with you about that the definition of vaccine you're right but you're wrong what do I mean by that stick around I'll tell you right after the news on am 1420 the answer.
0: Just because the president is incoherent doesn't mean you have to be. The Bob France Authority, keeping you politically coherent. On AM 1420, the answer.
2: Okay, 1036. Uh, Thanks for being with us. I want to follow up on my comment to the last caller, Andy, who said that, quit calling it a vaccine. It's not a vaccine because of what a vaccine does. And I said to Andy at the end, you're right, but you're wrong. And I want to explain. He's right the traditional definition of a vaccine is a um a product that produces immunity from a particular disease that's what the definition of vaccine has always been but why did i say then that he's wrong he's wrong because the cdc has very quietly almost surreptitiously changed the definition of vaccine to fit what the COVID-19 shot does, which does not provide immunity. As recently as August 26th, this is the definition of a vaccine on the CDC website. Quote, a product that stimulates a person's immune system to produce immunity to a specific disease. The key words there were produce immunity as of september 1st so obviously less than a month ago they didn't make this a big news story in fact this wasn't a news story at all they just changed the language on their website in the definition of vaccine to quote a preparation that is used to stimulate the body's immune response against diseases the act of introducing a vaccine into the body to produce protection from a specific disease. Did you catch it? They changed the definition from produce immunity to produce protection because the COVID-19 shot does not provide immunity. We know this because of the thousands of vaccinated individuals who are getting testing positive for COVID-19. It doesn't provide you with, with immunity or inoculation from infection. So they changed the definition. So now, to Andy and Middleburg and everybody else, now they can say this is a COVID-19 vaccine. After all, what the vaccine does is it, um, it, it's a – and there's another part of the language, too. The original definition was a product, a product that stimulates a person's immune system to produce immunity. Now it's a preparation that is used to stimulate the body's immune response against diseases. Not to produce immunity, but to stimulate the body's response against diseases. They can't claim that it's a vaccine if it does not produce immunity. So they had to change the definition of vaccine. They had to change the definition of vaccination. Vaccination, the act of introducing a vaccine into the body to produce immunity, has been changed to the act of introducing a vaccine into the body to produce protection. So they're very, very slippery, slimy, disgusting. It's not a vaccine. So they changed the definition of vaccine to make it so. Nonetheless, the reality is they don't work. If they worked, then the millions of people who got the vaccines would be totally protected from getting infected. And yet thousands upon thousands are now getting infected. And they say, oh, well, that's because of the variant. It's a new variant. That's why we need a booster shot. And next year when there's another variant, we're going to need another booster shot. Next year when there's another variant, you're going to need another booster shot. And if you don't have them, you can't have your jobs. And pretty soon people are going to stop checking to see what's in the booster shots. Pretty soon people are going to say, I don't care. Just give me the shot. I'm used to it now. Just like the flu shots. And I'm not going to tell you not to take a flu shot. I'm telling telling you, do your homework. Do your homework. Make your mind up. And if you decide after talking to your doctor, yes, it is riskier for me to not have a flu shot than to have a flu shot, then go get a flu shot. If you decide that it's not, uh, if the risk is too much for the reward, then don't. It's your call. That's how it's always been until now with COVID 19 there's no call it's just mandatory get it or lose your job anybody else asking why uh joe joe rather not john joe in fairview you're on am 1420 the answer hello joe go ahead sir
5: hi bob in addition to all the things you said this morning something else has been driving me crazy for a long time is i hear a a one sentence statement uh from the state saying on the radio saying there's 8000 cases today and after 2 years it drives me crazy we don't have any clear easily obtainable data on how uh, what's the cycle thresholds that these tests are being given at what are the the age groups of the the people who've been tested positive what 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 are the you know, it's it just what are the comorbidities that some of these people have been tested with, I, and I, I feel like it's it's fear mongering to it just is. say eight thousand cases. My goodness, are are they asymptomatic? Are they sniffles? Are they all the elderly? Are they all the young? Well, I, the, I the other to, the,
2: the other thing to point out as you're listing those 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 questions um, is, you know, Joe, how many are they? Is that eight thousand different people? Because the answer to that is no. A case is not a person. A case means another positive test. And that means, let's say, a person tests positive on a Monday. Uh, He's not sure when he came in contact with somebody, but then he takes another test on a Thursday, and it's still positive. He's going to keep testing until he's negative so that he knows he can go back to work or whatever. That person can get tested two, three, four, five times as far as we know, and each one counts as a new case. And therefore, it looks like a new person. And then the other part about this, which uh, you probably know since you you sound very you know up on this information, is that they're testing people with these PCR swabs. And guess what? They're, those are going to be um, invalid as of December 31st. At the end of the year, they say they will no longer use those. And the reason why is because they cannot be guaranteed to be accurate. They, they cannot tell from that sort of PCR testing. Uh, they can't tell covid from the flu because the symptoms present so identically so they're going to phase out the use of the uh, pcr swab and they're going to use something else now but in the meantime they're counting pcr swab positive tests as you as know the other thing
5: on. i was surprised to learn too bob that, that these pcr tests can't tell you whether you have the d virus or whatever other greek letter that they, they <laughs> yeah have right, right the
2: variant yeah they can't that's exactly correct
5: It takes a special genome-type test, which is much more involved and much more costly. And if they only do a a fraction of uh, of the cases, do they test for that? Then they use a model to project that we're having a wave of variant D, but they don't tell you that, hey, you know, we may be off by as much in this model as we're off in their original models.
2: Right now, you're exactly right. So they're phasing that test out, and yet they want us to ju- They want to establish public policy by our leaders based can on do, those tests. Bob,
5: our state representatives uh, it, 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 could they put through legislation to give us? clearer information, more detailed information on cycle thresholds, core morbidities uh, the reasons for the, the hospitalizations. You mentioned that article from The Atlantic the other day. Yeah. Why aren't some of these things starting to be legislated into law that you have to
2: report? Them? Well, in the state of Ohio, the answer to that question is because the Republican Party stinks. The Republican Party runs the legislature here. They have they have super majorities in both houses of the or chambers of the uh, General Assembly, and they can't do anything except get in their own way and trip over each other. They're an abomination, and that's why. And thank you for the call, my friend. I'm going to get some other people on the air. That's why you're not going to get any of that information. That's why you're not going to get any of that action or legislation, because the Ohio Republican Party, as a body, is trash. The ORP is trash. The leadership in the General Assembly is trash. They can't do anything right. They have supermajorities, Republican control, and they are just as much of a dead blue state as ones governed by by Democrats. It's unbelievable. Let's go to uh, who's next. Dan, uh, is it Dan? Yeah, it's Dan in Middleburg Heights. Another Middleburg Heights call. That's fine. Dan, go right ahead, sir. You're on the air.
6: Uh, good morning. Uh, you touched on all these valid points here. The last several callers mm-hmm. and all that, but uh, I agree with what your wife's been saying on the on the on these commercials. I've been hanging up on commercials at dinner time for the last three or four years because of this. Yeah, it's crazy. But basically, to answer your question, there the answer is that. Uh, you had Sherry Tenpenny on two years ago, and she says there is no liability for any farm or government, and you got to get it through your he- not your head. I don't mean to be sarcastic, but yeah, you know what I'm saying. There's no liability for these people, so you'll never, never, ever hear them say ever that it's bad for you. Now, there's one thing I wanted to ask. Or that you it about. even
2: could be bad for you. That's it. You know, we're not even saying it's going to be. These are things that could potentially happen. Well, you talk to your doctor and see if it's worth the right, you know, for you to do.
6: If you allow me, I want to bridge this between uh, vaccine and voting, because you were talking okay. about earlier today, but you haven't mentioned that I know of I listened to your show and all of, but Charlie Kirk had some monumental shows last week with, with uh, uh, tapes that I was listening to of uh, 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 one was an RN out in Arizona, and uh, they're not telling you that these people are getting sick, and they had doctors on tape tell, telling them that Charlie Kirk had this, I'm surprised, you hadn't mentioned this. But uh, they were saying uh, they were going in there uh, uh, diagnosed with these heart problems, and it was from the vaccine because these 15-year-old kids were getting blood clots and everything, and they'd never been sick in their life.
4: That's and, right.
6: and, uh, and he also had an FDA economist say they figured the government, this is an FDA economist I heard him with my own ears, they figure they could have a $5 million death lawsuit and still make a bundle of money on each case. $5 million death suit they could afford on every yeah. one of these vaccine cases.
2: No, this I, I believe that, Kirk. too. I don't, have, I don't have access to the doctors Charlie has that you're talking about here, but I believe every word of that. It and was on
6: what, his show, so, you yeah. know, I, blame Charlie Kirk, not me, for what I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> no, not
2: at all, not at all. One other it. thing
6: quick, on the voting, Charlie Kirk had monumental on Friday. You mentioned earlier about this recall. You know, they, they said Biden won by 300 more votes. Yeah, that was just the recount of the original ballots. But he says they have fifty-five thousand illegal ballots in and Maricopa County, which is all Republican, just in Phoenix, that could have swung the election fifty-five thousand. And he took an hour. Uh, there was like twelve. My head was spinning of different variances on all these violent uh, uh, on the ballots that make it illegal.
2: Yeah, nope. no, I, I get that. But here's the problem, my friend. Nobody's thank talking you, about it, Bob. No, well and, and, and here's the reason why, and thank you for the phone call. The reason why is because it's over. Um they, they're 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 now calling for an audit of the audit. They didn't like the results of the audit. This is how it's being spun. I'm not saying I agree with it. But the other side is saying there you had your audit. Biden won by even more. I don't want to hear the rest of your excuses. The rest of this was wrong. That was wrong. This wasn't counted. That was counted, et etc. Et now you want an audit of the audit. That audit wasn't conducted properly or, or correctly. We're going to do it until we get it right. And guess what? Nobody's going to pay attention anymore. Nobody's going to pay attention anymore, and it's not going to go where, because the audit of the audit isn't going to suddenly make the uh, state of Arizona decertify their election. They're not going to do it. Governor Doug Ducey, a Republican, just said that this morning. Actually, I saw it this morning. Maybe he said it yesterday. But he basically said that, no, there will be no decertification of the election uh, results in the state of Arizona. We now consider the matter closed. Let's move forward. So you can audit the audit, and then if you don't like that one, you can audit the audit of the audit, and you can continue that in, in, you know, really in, you know, forever, um, and it's not going to change anything. The election was successfully stolen. I believe that in my heart. The election was successfully stolen. We're going to have to swallow that, deal with that, and then work our tails off to make sure that another election can never suffer the same fate. That election integrity laws are passed. That voter ID laws are passed. That universal mail-in balloting is a thing of the past. That it's gone. That uh, 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 unmonitored drop boxes are a thing of the past. That ballot harvesting is a thing of the past. All of the things that were used in the summer of COVID to lead that led to the theft of, the, of November of 2020 have to be dealt with. We're not going to be able to unring this bell. We're not going to be able to get the toothpaste back in the tube, if you will. You ever try to do that? You ever squirt out too much toothpaste and try to push it back in? Good luck. We're never going to be able to get the toothpaste back in the tube. What we have to do is make sure we never make the same mistake again. We never allow the same theft to happen again. And I think that's the reality of the situation, as painful as it is. We'll be
1: right back.
2: You know, I just it's ten fifty-five, I just uh I sit here in Marvel at the, the, at the gall of the CDC, just going back to the issue. You know, they're telling everybody it doesn't matter what your health condition is. Take the vaccine and shut up. I'm, I just wanted to look up a few of the more common autoimmune diseases. Autoimmune diseases, by the way, um, are essentially diseases that attack the body's own organs, healthy tissues and cells as opposed to uh... you know diseased cells or infected cells uh, infected tissue, which, you know, which of course happens with the, the immune system. Your immune system fights those things off, you know, that are coming in, the bad things. But an autoimmune disorder is when your body's immune system attacks itself, its own organs and tissues and cells. Some of the more common ones, type 1 diabetes, rheumatoid arthritis, systemic lupus, uh, inflammatory bowel disease. I mean, there's a list of over 80 different diseases that are called autoimmune diseases. And the CDC has admitted on their website, that there is no data whatsoever to suggest how dangerous or how safe the vaccine, the COVID-19 vaccines, would be if you have autoimmune diseases. However, the CD recommends you take the shot anyway. Just roll the dice. Just go ahead and flip the coin. Maybe you'll be good, maybe you won't. I've got nothing to tell you about its safety or, or, or not for you with an autoimmune disease, but just take it and shut up. We'll know after you take it whether or not it worked or not. We'll know whether you after you take it whether or not it's healthy or safe or not, and then maybe we'll tell people in the future. But please, guinea pig for us. Uh, Go ahead and do what we tell you to do. Be the canary in our coal mine. uh, mine. Take the vaccine, even if you have an autoimmune disease, and then uh, we'll know later. Just the gall. TJ's in Cleveland. Hi, TJ. Go ahead. Yeah. You know,
5: Bob, I see Biden's approval rating is down to 43%. And that's pretty low, not surprising. But what is surprising is 43% of the people polled are that stupid that they think this potato head is doing a good job. Uh, It's shocking. And one other quick one, Bob. This is just a microcosm. My wife, uh, where she goes to exercise, the owner had COVID last year, and he never got a shot. He had a person come in that were taking volunteers for an antibody test. Well, the owner tested sky-high antibodies. Two women in the class that have had the shot tested zero. I don't think this shot works. I think this is nothing but a placebo, you know, to try to settle people down. I just don't think it works.
2: Yeah, I, I well, I don't know if it's a placebo, um but but I agree with you. In and thanks for the call. The proof is in the is in the pudding here in the results, the number of what they call breakthrough cases, um you know that are you know that are happening where people who have the vaccine are being uh, infected. Is it 100% a placebo? Maybe not, because maybe some people have good results. That's the point. Some people may have good results, some people may have devastating results, and that's why you can't make a mass mandate for everybody because everybody is different. Thanks, TJ. Um, Charlie and Westlake. Charlie, go ahead. You're on the air, sir.
4: Hey, Bob. Thanks for taking the call. Yes, sir. I think we got to get we got to get over this vaccine altogether. Just I think it's unpatriotic to put ourselves behind this vaccine. We just get we all have to just catch this, get the natural communities and get no masks. Just get on with it. Everybody's got to catch it. And that's how we we'll get over this thing. They're ruling us by shiny object. They're just Pointing us here, pointing us there—it's like, a magician act so that they can run our lives. It is about control. It's hundred percent about control.
2: Well, you're right, and you know there there there's a thanks for the call. There's um, the the fact that you just ma- mentioned. Uh, there there are a lot of doctors now that are saying that. That there's not going to be a time that we, quote, defeat COVID-19 and we defeat the coronavirus and now we just go back to normal. That it's going to be like flu. It's going to be around. There's going to be people who get it. There's going to be be people who die from it. There's going to be people who recover from it. And it's going to be that way forever. Rather than pandemic, it's going to be endemic in our society. And that's perhaps, I think, what we have to get ready for. Thanks, everyone. Have a great day